Welcome to Running Down the Clock, where we break down all of this week's big news, events, and controversies from the National Football League. Over the next 45 minutes, we will give you basic fan perspective and opinion on the most important stories and moments happening now. So, let's start the clock. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Running Down the Clock. I am Tyler Walzak. I am here with Puyo Ricey, as always. Um, no earplugs today. That's a good sign. Yeah, hyperbaric therapy. Is it working? I don't know. I, I think maybe, but it's tough to tell because it's a very slow process. But it could also just be that your body just adjusts to things over time and it just gets used to it. I still have the tinnitus, so there's still a constant ringing in my right ear. Yeah, that's not But are you getting any? Because I was sitting down beside you on Sunday. And don't get me wrong, listeners, it wasn't to watch football. I don't think either of us watched football on Sunday. It's the first podcast. So you just don't watch football. You just talk about it after. Uh, but I was sitting beside you. We were at work on your right side, and you didn't hear a word I said to you. No, it was kind of exactly like this podcast. I didn't hear a single thing you said. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's go to our first note here, because I know that you come in hot when it's this stuff. Oh, um, yeah. So jerseys. this is a hill I will die on. Every single a lot time of people think otherwise, but I, they're completely wrong, and I will not... I will not by any measure justify their opinion or even allow their opinion to stand. I'm right about this and there's no other way. <laughs> well, let's tell everybody what we're talking about. The Titans, the Titans wore the, Tennessee Titans. Yeah, Tennessee Titans wore Oilers jerseys in a game against the Houston Texans. Yes, the Tennessee now, Oilers. A lot of Houston people say that the Texans should wear the Oilers throwbacks. I say those are not your jerseys. Those jerseys are the Titans jerseys. That's a so, part of their history. They were the te- Tennessee Oilers for a season too. So that's Houston, that's so anyone who doesn't Houston know it was Texans the, have no claim to that jersey because they're a new team. They're a brand new team. They were an expansion team whereas yeah, the same, Tennessee Titans were the Houston Oilers at one they point. Relocated. They relocated. That business entity moved. So it's a part of their team's history. Now anyone who says that Oh, because it's the city, the city of Houston. They can wear the um, they, they can wear the old Oilers jerseys just because that's a part of the city's history. That means that the Jets could wear any old throwback Giants jerseys. The Los Angeles Chargers could wear throwback Los Angeles Rams or Raiders jerseys with that same logic. No, that's actually that is that is a good. It's debate. not the cities; it's the team's history. The funny thing that I'll throw out there. The Baltimore Ravens could, in my opinion, wear a Cleveland Browns throwback jersey against the Browns. Wasn't it the wasn't the Baltimore Ravens from the Colts? Didn't the Colts pick up and no, no, no. It was a Baltimore Colts move to um uh Indy. Okay. Yeah. The the um the uh the Browns went to uh the Baltimore, became the Ravens, and then Cleveland got another team and they called right. them the Browns again. So this would be like if the if the Baltimore Ravens wanted to wear Baltimore Colts jerseys. Yeah, that's not a part of their team's history. Yeah. That's the city history, but that's not the same team because some cities have two teams. Well, it was uh who was JJ Watt. The, yeah, JJ Watt said that, but there's a lot of other people who have uh, said that as well that you know this jersey belongs to the city of Houston. But it's like, no. I'll throw you another one that's been out there right now that I will die on the hill again for. In the NHL, 
Minnesota Wild have come up with these kind of like retro colors of the old Minnesota North Stars jerseys. Right. But those aren't their jerseys. If I was the Dallas Stars, I would start wearing the Minnesota North Stars jersey against every time we played <laughs> Minnesota <laughs> Wild to show them that's not your jersey. That's our team's history. That's not your team's history. So theoretically, I'm trying to think because it was the Charlotte Hornets and then they moved to Oklahoma slash New Orleans Pelicans. But they were yes. the they were the Oklahoma slash New Orleans Hornets. New Orleans Hornets. They were. For a while. Yeah. So when they went they the back Memphis, to the Charlotte Memphis Hornets. Bobcats too, weren't they? Yeah, there was a Bobcat in there as well. Yeah. That's all that's all kind of fucked. But they went back to the Charlotte Hornets. So how do you feel about the team leaving and then coming back and taking the name again? So if you take the name, the, can you no, take no. The so what happened identity? was the Charlotte Hornets left, right? Yeah. They became the New Orleans Hornets and then they became the New Orleans Pelicans. Well, there's a then there's a, yeah, Memphis. What was it? The was it Memphis got the Bobcats? Memphis got the Bobcats. The, the Bobcats were, I think they were the Charlotte Bobcats. No, because it was the Charlotte the Bobcats. Charlotte, sorry, Charlotte, Charlotte Bobcats. Yeah. Yeah. So they became the Charlotte Bobcats. They got a new team. And then they changed the name back to the old Hornets. Yes. So that's the same situation as the um, the Browns, the Browns and the the Ravens. Yeah, they came back. So here now, yeah. because the Memphis Grizzlies wear Vancouver Grizzlies jerseys, they're allowed to do that. Yeah, they 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 just because they took the team. Yeah, that's a part of team. that's a part of their team's history. So Adam Silver, the the um, commissioner in basketball, said that they are looking again at bringing a team to Vancouver. Can Vancouver grab that Grizzlies name back, or they have to switch it up? I I don't think they would be able to just because that would be a CFL thing of having when they're in the CFL. For those that don't know, there was a time when there was two teams in the CFL out of eight teams that were both the Rough Riders. Yeah. So uh, like I don't recently. think the NBA is going to allow two teams to be the Grizzlies. I don't think you can force an existing team. <laughs> Vancouver to change their would name. be the Vancouver would be the the city. Vancouver that would be like, would we're also named the Grizzlies. We're also going to be the Grizzlies. We uh, don't care. Van- Vancouver will blow it somehow. One way I don't even know if, what their name if, would. I don't be think they'll though. get the team again because they already blew it the first time. But if they did, I'm sure they will just blow it somehow. Oh yeah, they're not gonna. That team's not gonna be a good, a goodly, a, a goodly, a good named team. Um, okay, let's move on. But I also think that the Tennessee Titans are okay wearing the Oilers jerseys. It's not even I'm what a... do you think? That's a part of their team's history. They're allowed to. <laughs> they're they're allowed to. I know. I'm agreeing with you. Is what I'm saying. I'm agreeing with you. I didn't think you would. I I well. Here's the thing: is every time we we originally made this show because we would every time we have dinner together, it's just constant arguing back and forth. Yeah. And then we're like, oh, we should make a podcast about this, about football. We always talk about sports. Let's talk about football. And then whenever we get on air, it's just we just agree with each other. I think it's because one guy's always so much more passionate. The other guy's like, I don't really care about what you're saying. I'll let you have it. I'll just let you have it. <laughs> Nobody wants to look like an idiot on like on record. Whereas when we're just sitting down and there's no microphones, we'll just okay. argue just to argue. It doesn't matter if you're right or wrong. Yeah, I still feel bad about those couple times I got someone's name wrong. Yeah, you don't want to do that. Um, okay, let's get into the big news because I'm happy about this. I know you're probably happy about this, um, more so me. But I also hate these. I hate the Chargers now. But they finally fired Staley. They fired Tom Telesco, their GM. Um, and it was because they got beat down by the Raiders, 63 to like 7 or something like that. 
Uh, they actually came. I think they got twenty by the end of the game in garbage time. Garbage nobody, time. Nobody cared anymore. Yeah, but absolutely blown out. Now, it's like it took a long time. We thought this should have happened at the end of last year, yeah. right? When they blew that twenty-seven nothing lead in the playoffs to uh, Jacksonville Jaguars. That that's when it should have happened. Or so you, or been you three... give the guy four games this season and then you fire him. Yeah, from what I understand, his last three seasons for Brandon Staley for him have ended with a blunder on his part. Yes, the thirty the thirty seconds left in overtime timeout when they're both tied, and if they both had just let the, t- the they just let the clock run, they'd both, they'd both be in the playoffs. Yeah, yeah. Staley called the last, timeout, and yeah. then up twenty seven nothing at halftime to the Jaguars in the playoffs, the wild card game. They famously blow that lead. I think they lose. And he's supposed to be a defensive-minded guy, right? He is. A, he was a defensive coordinator before, yeah. So, yeah. and then they lose sixty-three to twenty to the Raiders. Now, four days before the Raiders game, and somebody, a news reporter, asked him, "Like, why do you think you should still have this job?" And he said, "Well, it's because the guys are still playing. Like, we're still in these games. We still have a lot of heart out there. You can see the guys that they are. They're here. They want to play. You can see this." Um, and then. He's like, we haven't been blown out by any teams yet. So, like, I know the guys are playing for me. I know that this is happening. Next game, four days later, blown out. Like, not even close. Um, the part that, that gets the me, sign, right? The part that gets me is why did they wait for it to come to this? I know. It wasn't work. Like, what's the difference now? Nothing was working before. You yeah. had to wait to lose by 40 something points before you think, okay, you know what? That's the final straw. The final straw came so long ago. It clearly oh, yeah. wasn't working. This team was going nowhere this year. Well, they started off 0-2 this season. Why and- when they just finished the season? Like, why it makes me wonder like why they think was it just the embarrassment that, like, yeah. hey, listen, everybody's looking at us like you have to do something about this, or else you're a laughing stock. You're a I joke. Think, your team has no I think the media just do it now. Media just got too loud for them. Before it was like, oh, they started 0-2, and then they went, uh, they won the next two games, went two and two, but then they lost two more. That should have been it. They're like, hey, this is supposed to be a playoff team, and now we're two and four. We got to make a change early in the season to save our season, to salvage what we can hopefully. Maybe the team just doesn't react well to you, and they want somebody else. But the talent is there. The talent's always been there. Yeah. So now to, to fire fair, them, though, like, they didn't like not that this should affect their defense, but they didn't have their quarterback either. So like, I mean, the season, it is well, the year of the quarter, the the backup. But yeah, but you're you're not wrong. Like, it shouldn't have affected. They shouldn't have been sixty three points against them. No. But, but I mean, their quarterback did give up like three turnovers within their own 20 yard line in the first quarter. So yeah. he looked lost out there. But also, why are you not just giving the ball to Austin Eckler? He's an all pro. Uh, He's on your back. fantasy team, too, right? Yeah, but that has nothing to do with it. <laughs> it's why like all season he was hurt. Yes. But the first game he ran for like 130 yards, two touchdowns. Just give the guy the ball. Last season, he was your he was your uh, workhorse workhorse. Just give the guy the ball. They've just completely avoided him at all costs in the playbook. So I don't understand why that's happening. And and they also brought in Kellen Moore, who was the offensive coordinator of the Cowboys, got fired. And then he, like it was everyone thought Dak was just like not going to be a good quarterback. He Kellen Moore gets fired. Dak has arguably a we'll talk about this in a little bit, MVP season, um, without him. And then he, Kelly Moore goes to the Chargers and completely ruins their offense. That that's that was a weird hire to me as well. Like this, 
everything that's going on in the Chargers. I hate them. I hate them now. I like them. I don't like them anymore. I don't like. I don't talk about them. I that's hate always them. been your team, man. I'm the Raiders. Not the Chargers. Not anymore. I hate them. Well, I hate that's them. for you and I. We don't deviate. I I we go down with the ship. <laughs> I yeah. I don't, I don't want to go down with the ship with two teams. I'm a Lions fan. I liked the Chargers because it's East or West Coast, um, and they kind of had the same colors of the Lions. But I hate this team. Uh, good riddance. Good riddance. Bad management team. It's a bad management team. Yeah, the owner needs to figure it out because you can't just keep doing this. They fired Marty Schottenheimer when they were fourteen and two, like eight years ago, and they've just been dog shit ever since. Uh, but let's look on the bright side. Okay, we talked a little bit about Dak, arguably MVP. But let's get on to that because you can't touch on a subject you know I'm dying to talk about. I know. So he was our front runner as of last week. I think he's he he just he he left the race now. Yeah, you think it's done? There's no kind of I don't back think this? it's done, but I think he just fell behind. I'm I'm on the the side now where I don't think a quarterback deserves maybe maybe Drew Locke's the front runner now. But uh Jesus Christ. Because he won one I don't game. Think, I don't think I don't think a quarterback deserves the MVP this year. No I agree quarterback, with quarterback. Uh, season's not over yet. Somebody could still pull ahead in this race, but I don't think this should be a year where a quarterback gets the MVP. I agree. I agree with that. And especially if Tyreek Hill can finish the last three games um, this year strong, I think then his resume probably sits, especially if he beats the wide receiver yeah. uh, season no, record. No one player really stands out as like head and shoulders should be the MVP this year. I, I'm leaning more and more towards CMC. I think so. Especially if his... You know, if they finish first in the um, first in the league or first in the uh, yeah. NFC, yeah. And I, I know there's other guys on that team like Debo, um, and uh, Brendan Ayuk and Kittle and all them. But like people are talking about giving it to Brock Purdy, I think that's a mistake because of the guys I just mentioned. But I don't think this team is the same without Christian McCaffrey. And it, it, I also don't think a QB deserves it this year. I think this is the year to 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 easily give it to a non QB. So that it's not just a quarterback trophy that everybody talks about. It's like, hey, no, they just last year we had a running back win it. This is easy because there's not going to be many many people that are like arguing against it, that are mad about it because there's not that one guy that is really carrying his team. No, nobody. If anyone doesn't get it this year, nobody got robbed for not getting it. So exactly, far. exactly. Unless, you know, somebody could still pull ahead. And yeah, like the argument that people will probably make is like, is CJ Stroud? <clears throat> they're not going to give it to a rookie. So, like. CMC is the easy, the easy option. Who knows? Hey, he's tied. He's in third in his division, but he's for his record. He's tied for first. No, I know, but but like, yeah, he's, if he has a phenomenal last three games, who knows? And they take over that division. They'd have to win that division, get a home game, um, in the playoffs, and then like he's in a conversation. Don't get me wrong, uh, yeah. but it's just one of those things where it's like I don't. Mm. Mm. This kind um, of supports, think- you know what though? This kind of supports what Tom Brady said uh, a few weeks ago about there's a lot of mediocrity in the league right now, right? And I don't want to put anyone down because there's still a lot of good players, a lot of guys. Got, it's kind of like a changing of the guard type, right? Like a lot of new people emerging. Um, but he's not wrong. Like nobody is the front runner for the. Um, MVP, and I think it's because nobody's stood out as being phenomenal. A lot of players have been playing great, but why is Lamar Jackson not being talked about for it? He's uh, 
he wasn't uh, that um, consistent. But he's winning, and his team's in the his in first team is place. winning. But that's the same as like a Brock Purdy situation. Now I'm not saying whoa, that Brock Purdy's whoa, playing. No, no, no. Whoa, I'm not whoa. saying Brock Brock Purdy's playing better than Lamar Jackson. But the team around him is playing pretty well too. Sure, but Brock Purdy has. He's not Hugo putting Samuel, up. He's Brandon not putting Ayuk. up huge Lamar Jackson all season. He hasn't put up big quarterback numbers. That's all. But the guys around Brock Purdy are significantly better than the guys around Lamar Jackson. But Lamar Jackson just keeps winning. Here's the thing. Lamar Jackson could still pull it out by the end of the season. There's still enough games for him to to be the the MVP. If I if I'm picking a quarterback actually, I I think I have to pick Lamar Jackson. If if they're going to give it to a quarterback, it has to be Lamar Jackson. As of today, I can I can jump on board with that. Yeah. As of today, yeah. There's like there's constant like no one's really talking about the Ravens. Now, do you think Dak can make it back because there's right now the Eagles and Cowboys are both 10 and 4 fighting for the division. The Eagles have the Giants, Cardinals, and Giants left. So that's pretty easy. The Cowboys play the Dolphins in Miami this weekend, and then they play the Lions at home, uh, and then they play the Commanders after that. Not such an easy... like Commanders, that's a win. Um, Dolphins, Lions, it's at least competitive games. If he wins all three of those, can he get back into the MVP race? Yeah, but right now, that that was a bad loss to the Bills. It's one of those things where because nobody has locked it up, it's still up for grabs, right? Anybody can make a final impression. I think I think Lamar Jackson's a good choice if you're going quarterback. And then if you're not going quarterback, this is the best season to give it to somebody else. And that's Christian McCaffrey for sure. I think anyways. Yeah, I think. Um, speaking of MVPs, an old MVP, Russell Wilson, two-time MVP, one-time MVP? I think one time. One time? I don't even know if he's won an MVP. Uh, him, him. He did not play very well against the Lions uh, this past weekend. His coach screamed at him. Yeah, what was that about? I was like, his coach was screaming at him. Like, and I don't even know what I happened. I think uh, he took the snap too quick, so they couldn't challenge a play. I think I, I think that's why I read. I didn't see the game. Oh, but... I was because I something seemingly I was like I don't understand why he's getting screamed at because it was a play. He got yelled at after a play where not he there's nothing he could have really done differently. But if he took the snap too quick, then yeah, Why is there someone before. not in his head going, don't snap before. it? Don't snap it. Don't snap it. Don't snap it yet. Yeah, well, I, I it. assume that's what was happening. And that's, I, I don't know. I, and he just ignored it. Something like, or they just, they, he snapped it so quick. They didn't even get a chance to say that to him. <laughs> I, I don't know. But apparently that's, that's apparently what happened. That's just a coach and a QB. Just that's, that's probably their relationship though. Right. Like they're going to get met, frustrated with each other, but at the same time, they probably Monday in the, in the, um, quarterback room to squash that beef right away oh i'm sure you got to move on that's something that's something you got to move on from right like it oh yeah you can't let that because they're still in the playoff yeah. hunt it's still i mean they didn't no i uh, russell wilson never won an mvp he was always the joke was always three quarters of the way through the season he was the leading mvp candidate and then he just fall off a cliff he never won one maybe maybe he just won the super bowl mvp then the year they won yeah that's probably what it is yeah two super bowls though right no, he's got one. 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 They should have had two. Oh, That's geez. a sore spot. That is a sore spot. Um, another. I don't know, if you know MD- what happened, but if they, <laughs> I won't even get it. I can walk you through it. That's that was a pun. Um, another former MVP, Aaron Rodgers, uh, pretty much won't be, said he's not going to be back this season. Uh, that is uh, still as three we or four Why weeks would away. he? I know, what but like, for anything. I was saying that he's not hurt. 
like he's not actually hurt this whole time because of how quickly he was going to come back. But now that he's not coming back, it's then the whole it, it doesn't make sense. So I I believe it now. I believe he was actually hurt now because he's not coming back way too quickly. Yeah, there's also footage of him doing diving catches and you know like rolling yeah. around and flying through the air and just as if he was never hurt. What is, like how dumb would he look and how mad would the entire Jets fan base be if while he was doing that he got hurt again? Like if he was jumping up and diving for catches, he he his retore his Achilles. Nah. Like, wouldn't that just be like, you're the dumbest person in the world for doing this stuff? Like, why didn't you just rehab like a normal person? And everyone's just saying, well, not a normal two, person. He's not two, a normal person, though. Two schools of thought on this. Either yes, complete idiot, or if you're honestly healed, why you, you eventually have to go back to it anyway. So... Well, yeah, no, that's see, that's the argument. You know, that's all he was doing this way. If he's genuinely healed up, then what it doesn't matter, right? Right? You're not taking a risk. If you're genuinely healed up, you're not really taking a risk. I believe it. You're an athlete, you have to do athletic stuff. Yeah, I mean, I just it would just be dumb to re injure yourself goofing around, especially when you're like, you're you is not him, but by default, him has ruined that entire team's season because of his injury. Yeah. Again, not his fault, but that that team is reliant on him. Yeah. There was no like, backup plan. Oh man, did you see Zach Wilson's mom defend him on social media today? Yeah. Nah, what I, the yeah, you fuck? Sent, you sent the link. <laughs> why is she saying that? I don't like, think why it's come so out and much say that, that like why she's saying it. It's you know, moms are always going to defend their kid. It's just the exposure that it gets that makes it look But bad. moms are not always going to defend their kid. You don't see Aaron Rodgers' mom coming out and saying, he's actually hurt. He's This is what's happening. Well, leave him alone. You don't see, like, you, the closest you'll get is Matthew Stafford's wife coming out every weekend saying something or Patrick Mahomes' wife coming out and saying something. You don't, you rarely ever see somebody's mom come out to defend somebody unless they're Kevin Durant. Ah, uh, no, I've seen some some guys' moms before. Eli Apple's mom came out and said some shit once. Oh, yeah, I remember that. But also, yeah. isn't she kind of like snitching on him? Because he, what she said was, if anyone doesn't know, she came out and said he was actually concussed during the game. And he tried to play through it. He lied to the coaches. He lied to his teammates because he was concussed, but he didn't want to let them down. So he continued to play. So can't he be fined for that now? Or can't the NFL be fined? Because there's they are very much supposed to take anybody off the field that's concussed. So if he's showing any signs at all, they have to take him out and do a check. Now, he lied to everybody, so she kind of just ratted him out for that. For yeah, no I don't know what the ruling is on that. If I'd assume it would be the player gets in trouble, not the team. Because if you're lying about when the doctor's asking you questions and you're not giving them truthful answers... Yeah, that's that's on, the, that's on the player. It can't the player, be, yeah. can't hold the, the team liable for that. So catch. doesn't he? I don't, I don't know. But is he liable to get fined from that? Like I don't know. Like they're not going to fine his mom. But there's for somebody that didn't need to come out to say anything, she sure as shit put herself right in the middle of it. Yeah, I, I don't, don't think he cares about the Jets right now. So it's irrelevant. Yeah. <laughs> they're not going to fine Zach Wilson because probably won't be in the league next year. Um, do you think actually he stays and it becomes the backup in the Jets? Do you think they're done with him? I I honestly would think you'd be done with him. There's no reason to keep him at this point. You're, not, uh, you're never going to put him in. 
yeah. And if, if Aaron Rodgers comes back I, next year and then I feel they, like you just you could develop somebody else that maybe shows a little more promise. Well, I mean, if you so if Aaron Rodgers but when, when the he comes fact back that they've year, stuck with him for this long makes me think that they have some faith in him that maybe they want to keep him around. But your fans won't accept that. If Aaron Rodgers comes back next year and then he gets hurt and they have to go back to Zach Wilson, there's gonna be a fucking mob burning down that building, being like, Why are you why it didn't work last year? You had to bring somebody else in to be the backup. You can't stick with the guy that's failed you two or three seasons in a row now. You knew everything you knew last year. You needed a better backup in case Aaron gets hurt. Why would you stick with Zach Wilson? It wouldn't make sense. It would drive me nuts if I was a Jets it, it doesn't make sense to keep him at this point. Yeah. I'm just saying for the fact that they've kept him this long, it makes me think that, fuck, how long are they going to go? They'll, they'll keep him forever. I think they should pick up Drew Locke. Like Jake Browning will probably get a starting position somewhere, but Drew Locke could probably go to the Jets, sit a season behind uh, Aaron Rodgers, and then maybe take over when Rodgers retires. Did Drew Locke ever sit behind anybody on the Broncos, or he came in as the starter? He sat behind another young quarterback. I forget his name. Trevor Simeon? Something like that. It was somebody who was not not good. Now, who got picked up by the Jets? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I mean, it could be because they put in Denver, um, but but like, wouldn't it make sense to bring in a guy kind of like Drew Locke, who did uh, he had a great game on Sunday? Yeah, he did have a good he had a good individual game, but well, they won. They 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 won. They absolutely won. the The Eagles let that slip. But you can't, as a Jets fan you, or a Jets team, you can't go back to Zach Wilson as your backup quarterback next year. Drew Locke probably they just signed. Gino for four years. So Drew Locke's probably looking to move on somewhere else anyways. Why why wouldn't the Jets be a good fit for him? For a backup? He's sure. a backup now. Yeah. And and then he knows that Rodgers is old, so he's not going to be around forever. He's probably got one more year left. So he could sit behind Rodgers, learn that system, which is apparently very difficult for all quarterbacks not named Aaron Rodgers, and then he can take over as the starting quarterback the year after. I think it's a good opportunity for any young quarterback who's in a backup who's not a starter to sit behind Aaron Rodgers and learn. I agree. That's why I'm that's just Drew assuming Locke. Aaron Rodgers is going to be there. Well, he'll be there next year because they've they haven't fired their coaches. They haven't fired their offense. No, no. I just mean him. like he got injured this year and he wasn't there. Oh yeah. Well, that's true. Well, that, you have that, to go that, to that's Achilles my camp, point, right? Like if if the similar thing happens, if he gets injured early in the season again, not only is he not on the field that mentorship that they're looking for him to mentor the young quarterback doesn't happen either. Right. It's kind of a double-edged. Yeah. But I mean, you can't, for them. You, you can't assume he's going to get hurt and not be able to mentor a young guy. Like you're not going to bring in an old guy to back him up. Like you no. bring in like a Carson Wentz to back him up. Like you can't bring in a big name. No, no, no. I'm just saying you got a guy like Drew Locke. Who's now been in the league for how many years? Six, maybe. Yeah. Six years. This guy's not, not a starter. Years. No, but he has, he has the promise to be like he he came into the league as a second round pick and he just yeah, flustered out. He was kind of ran out of town in Denver, wasn't he? Yeah, but a lot of guys were ran out because it was it was right after the Peyton days, and then they yeah. went to Tim Tebow, and then they muffled around with some other people. And then Drew Lock was supposed to be the savior. He didn't work out. He Drew Lock was in the trade that brought Russell Wilson there. Like yeah, 
Seattle traded for Drew Locke to be the starter, and Geno Smith just kind of won the job. I I think it would be a good spot for him to go. Now, the argument can be made, do you think Drew Locke never won that game, but instead Fat Patricia and the Eagles' defense lost it? I think they absolutely lost it. They were they were in the position to to win that game. It's yeah. something that a lot of people are criticizing Jalen Hurts uh, for now is he leads the league in turnovers for a QB. Yes, he's turning the ball over too much, and that's what he did in that game. He turned the ball over too much at a crucial time. But they gave up ninety two yards or eighty two yards with two to minutes one left. player to one player. Like, that's bad. That's bad defense. That was all DK. And all they had to do was just get one DB to go over there, get into a fight with the for, yeah. with him, and he's out of the game. Yeah. And instead, he carved him up the field for 92 yards. And this was Matt Patricia's first game as a de- first game back as a defensive defensive coordinator. I don't know when people are going to learn that Matt Patricia doesn't work anywhere. I know. And the worst part is Darius Slay, arguably the not arguably the best of cornerback on that defense uh he's out for two or three weeks i think now with a shoulder injury or something but he hates matt patricia he tra- so why is patricia, he going patricia traded him out of detroit didn't he yeah because they didn't get along so they don't get along now now i'm a because darius slay went to the super bowl with essentially the same guys in the corner cornerback locker room now they've lost a couple guys cj um gardner johnson and uh one other guy but bradbury was there Darius, he doesn't like being called Darius. Big play slay uh, probably has the the ear of all the guys in that room. And he's probably going, I hate this dude. Let's, I'm not, I don't want to play for this guy. I don't want to play for this guy. How is Matt Patricia going to salvage that relationship in order to get the best out of those corners? Because right now they're not a very good unit. They don't tackle very well. They're giving up big plays like Bradbury, who was an all, um, I don't, maybe he was an all pro last year, but he got beat by a rookie on that final play. A touchdown to uh, JSN. Yeah, that can't happen. No, but they were just they were dicing them up in that last play. They had the they had the uh, Eagles tilting. The Seahawks had them tilting, and they just ran up the field. And you know, it was one of those things like, yeah, but still, you're the defensive coordinator, right? Everything was going to go right for the Seahawks on that one, and nothing was going to go wrong for the every nothing was going to go right for the um for the Eagles. They just it seemed like they just lost. All steam. Isn't that bad though for a team that has now it's lost terrible. three straight going into the playoffs? Like it's terrible. Should everybody the, be worried about the Eagles? Uh the Eagles should be worried about the Eagles. The yeah. this is the worst time to get into a cold streak. Yeah. Usually the teams that do well in the playoffs are the teams that do well in December. And yeah, that's you want to get Eagles hot right at the end and be yeah. firing on all cylinders, not trying to figure out little hiccups, right? Yep. What, and what well, is it? Jalen Hurts said uh, it's a blip. We got to figure it out. I agree. Yeah. It is a blip that you figure out, but you got to figure it out before the playoffs. You can't figure out. He also came out yesterday and said that he doesn't believe everybody is like essentially wanting to play. Yeah. Maybe that's maybe some of the defense. Maybe he's saying we don't like Matt Patricia. We will get rid of him. I, I read a little something about him that um, it's not a shot against him. He's just. He's trying to do too much. He's got to just simplify his game a little bit. Yeah. He was a couple plays away from winning the Super Bowl. Maybe two and plays. He's probably, away. that probably put a little chip on his shoulder that he's trying to really, you know, 
get back there and win it this year or within the next year. Yeah. And he's just trying to do a little too much, right? And that's what happens sometimes, right? Like it's holding the stick turning, too tight. Yeah, holding well, turning the ball over too much, right? Yeah. You're what's with these everybody tries to do these flu games. Like they always say, Oh, the MJ flu game, it never works out. It's worked Michael Jordan was able to do it. Wasn't even a flu. Um well, yeah, food, we saw the last food dance. Poisoning. He came out and he said he, he ate a bad pizza. Yeah, it was a bad pizza. Um, but if now he lick his fingers sick, after taking every slice, somebody else would have had some too. He wouldn't have had to eat the whole thing by himself. <laughs> now, so, everyone comes to try to have this flu game. Like, maybe sit out again. Like, maybe take a break. It actually probably would have been beneficial for the Eagles to put somebody, Marcus Mariota, start, give Hertz a full week to get healthy. And come back because your strength of schedule is very tough down the, the road. The difference is MJ's flu game was in the finals, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. And sorry, the Eagles' the schedule is very easy towards the end. But yeah, so it like was he, the regular season thing. No, it was the it was finals. The, yeah, it was in the finals. That's that's the difference, right? I get it. You put everything on the line in the championship. Yeah, you, yeah. This this is a perfect week for him to sit and just yeah. take a break, take a breather. They did last better. year with Gardner Minshew. I know. I just don't. I don't understand it. But uh, let's talk about trying to, uh, trying to do too much. Yeah. Well, hopefully they trying can. Like, I mean, much. again, it's Giants, Cardinals, Giants. I believe. I know it's the Giants twice, but like you uh, say, you say, hopefully, as if you're you're back in this Eagles team. You want to see this Eagles team do well. I I mean, they're it's more exciting. I want them. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Over I, like you take them over the Cowboys doing well. I would take the Eagles over the Cowboys doing well. Yeah, I do not like the Cowboys. Right. Yeah, I would rather see the Eagles do well than the Cowboys do well. I mean, I'm I'm on the 49ers bandwagon just because I've been pumping the uh, tires of Brock Purdy all season. So if he wins the Super Bowl, it makes all the shit I've been saying sound better than all the things you've been saying. I feel like and at I this point, hold, there's... Hold that over you. <laughs> I feel like at this point, there's no reason they don't win the Super Bowl. If they stay healthy, it's a, they're a lock. Are they not? They're unstoppable, and their defense is amazing. Uh, well, I, I'm going to throw it out there. You know, we're going off script now, just like the uh, what I think the NFL is, but we'll get to that later. Um, that's the game this weekend, isn't it? 49ers. That's our 49ers. Game, one of our games of the week, 49ers-Ravens. That it's Super Bowl well. those preview. Are two, those are the two most consistent, two best teams of each conference as, yeah. of, as of week 16. Yeah, very much a Super Bowl preview. Um, we will get into that, and that's Christmas night. The only thing I'll say is you kind of touched on it last week. The Bills are starting to get hot. The Bills yeah. are starting to be a threat. And as of today, are the Bills in a playoff spot? No. No. So I think the Bills could be the only other AFC team that, the, uh, to me, this is a down year for the, the Chiefs. I don't think I the agree. Chiefs are the same. They got one guy, um, Rasheed Rice. Well, let's talk. Of... Let's talk about the Chiefs a little bit. I have a couple issues with them. One, I don't think they're a good football team. Two, uh, let's talk about Kadarius Tony first. Always had a problem with dropping passes this year, and then he lines up offside. Clearly offside. We talked about this last time, um, but he dropped another pass right in his hands that was intercepted right to a turnover. Yeah, yeah. And Patrick Mahomes was not happy. You could see it in his face on the sidelines, and like his his entire body he was super angry. Um, at what point do they stop giving him the ball? Because he was wide open. That's the pass that he should have made. I think now is the time. Like you're getting into crunch time. They're they're fortunate their division is trash. Yeah. 
I mean, the Broncos are the only ones that could potentially, statistically, they could catch them, right? I think so, yes. Um, yeah, they won't. It. I don't think either of us think that the Broncos will catch them. I don't think they uh, will, but I mean, they're not. Yeah, but that's, yeah, the division's not great. They're going to make the playoffs, but they're not going to do anything in the playoffs this year, right? Like, they might win the first game, but. Something's got to change. They they can't make it with their players playing the way they are and the way they played the entire season. Travis Kelsey is not putting up the Travis Kelsey numbers. What's going on with Travis Kelsey? Because I think he's just getting old and he's he's just, you know, he, he he's brought it up himself that he's thought he constantly thinks about hanging up the cleats. So do you think he just he's not putting in I don't think it's that. I think it just takes a toll on your body where you just, he's probably just hurt and he's every week is just compounding more and more injury. And especially when he's the guy that's always to get out there and do what you've done at such an elite level. Cause he's, he's still leading um, tight ends in some sort of category. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. He's, I mean, he's not having his best season, but it's maybe he's taking the playoff here or there um, just to like save. Cause he gets the ball pretty much every play. They're looking for him to get the ball. So those hits are going to add up over time, obviously. But flopping in the end zone? This weekend, he flopped in the end zone. He barely got touched and went up like he got shot. That was well, think- insane. That, that was most one of the more embarrassing things I've ever seen. Watching football. Again, we don't play professional football, but watching professional football, I've never seen anything like that during a play. I've seen it at the end of plays when a guy like gets shoved and then just like tries to act to get a bigger call. Yeah. Never during a play have I seen it before when a ball is maybe catchable. Like that was embarrassing. And then it was more frustrating to watch Taylor Swift like oh. react to it. Like you don't Taylor don't you don't know what like no, you're reacting because your boyfriend got seemingly pushed over, but he didn't. He just fell down. He flopped. There's he tried no to get a call. But he tried to get a call. Well, that's because you can't like I guarantee the referee saw it and was like, I'm not I'm not giving that to you. That's insane. If anything, I'm gonna call you for diving. Yeah. Well, I think the refs have said, listen, the NFL is not supporting you guys right now. Yeah. So do you want to get into well, there's there's another guy. I was gonna say we can get into the conspiracy theory. Do you think that's based off of the Chiefs? I'm reading your conspiracy theory. Do you think that's because the script the conspiracy, the we didn't have a conspiracy theory of the week. Uh, the, the conspiracy theory of the week is that the NFL is just, they're trying to hush down all these, it's scripted rumors. So they're going off script, all going off script and just letting the play, letting the game play. They're well, I mean, at the be- beginning of this year, Chiefs were getting all the calls. Every call was going the Chiefs way. Yeah. It was embarrassing. Now they're not getting the calls. So that kind of works. Like they're kind of, not, they're not the NFL's team anymore. There's not the golden, the golden boy, uh, Patrick Mahomes, kind of taking over the league. They've taken a big step back, and they're kind of not getting like they're not as likable nationwide. Like Kansas City's always going to love them, but I mean, I I liked watching them before. I can't stand them now. I think I think it's the deal with the devil. The deal yeah. with the devil they made Taylor, Taylor Swift. Swift. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We both just got you. Swift, we got devil. you the exposure. Now it's over. That's yeah, it. take it from here. Taylor, we put you on the map. You take it from here. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, I want to talk right before we get into this weekend coming up. There's one more guy I got to talk about. Pickens? I don't understand. Yes. I liked him when he came. <laughs> he didn't want to get hurt. Well, so what? <laughs> he's every play he's taking off. Every play he's taking off. 
Like, what? So you don't want to get hurt? What about the guy that's He's running full speed? Visibly shown guys? frustrations with this team, and just his body language throughout the season has said, "I don't want to be here." It's only his second year in the NFL. He yeah. doesn't have that choice. No, um, but it, I'm just saying what I've seen. He doesn't it's, seem like he wants to be in Pittsburgh. He but doesn't. That's the like... frustrating part to me, like because again, if I had George Pickens' talent, and from where we're sitting, where we haven't worked all year, I would love to be an NFL wide receiver. I would love it, love it. Why can't he? It's his second season. Like, if you're a team looking at him, why would you even want him? Well, I, I can understand a little bit to the offensive struggles. Nobody on that team is putting up big offensive numbers. Sure, but you're giving up on your teammates. No, he's absolutely giving up. Like that that's not the right I'm not defending his attitude. I'm just saying what I think causes it. But no, you still have to if things aren't working and you want to be a great player, you have to to be the best player, you have to be the one to change the fortunes of your team. That's yeah. what great players do. You can't sit there and hope for somebody else to make the team great and then you're a part of a great system. You want to be the guy to make it a great team. Yeah. Right? There's Batmans and Robins. Don't be a Robin. You want to be the Batman. You want to be the guy who's the leader. Well, he's also, he's going to be a Robin. Um, Lost a lot of respect for him on this. And it's when you see great wide receivers act out, Randy Moss, Terrell Owens, um, Odell Beckham, they're screaming at people. They're not giving up because they're not getting the ball. George Pickens isn't getting the ball. Oh, no, they're screaming so because the they play. want the ball. They exactly. want to make the play. But he's not doing that. He's just no. giving up on the team. He's like, ah, oh, fuck, you're not giving me the ball. I'm just going to stand here then but a, a good a great wide receivers go to the quarterback and scream at the offensive coordinator and say give me the ball stop this give me the ball give me the ball they don't stand in the middle of the field and not do anything he's taking the exact opposite approach of what you should be doing if you want to be that next level star yeah things i've seen from him this season were giving up on the play um not celebrating with his team on a touchdown just walking off in a huff yeah um not blocking when his guy could have got a touchdown this past week, but he yep. just chose not to block and you know, I don't, I don't know. want to get hurt. All these Pittsburgh wide receivers, man, they're different. Like there's something different in the water. Well, no, they've, they've always been good for Pittsburgh. They've always been shit for someone else. Yeah. But they're they're all kind of they all act out though. Yeah. Who knows? They all act out. It's very strange. Um all right. Well, we got football on it's Christmas. It's Festivus on Saturday. Oh, Festivus, nice. Festivus on Saturday. Happy Festivus. Thank you. Happy um, are you bringing the pole to the cafe or am I bringing oh, the yeah. pole? Oh, yeah. Well, are we doing the feats of strength? Always. Always. Um, okay, so Festivus, Friday, Christmas, Monday. We got football Saturday and Sunday. Um, Three games. Three games Monday. Three games Monday. And that's the big game, too. The one we talked about, alluded to earlier. Um. The Ravens 49. Oh, is that the headliner? Is that the last game of the night? Yeah, that's the last game on Christmas Day, 5 15 p.m. West Coast, 8 15 if you're on the other coast. Um, 49ers, Ravens, probably the game of the week. I think so. There's, you know what? There's one other that I think could also be an entertaining game Dallas, Miami. Yeah, that's a huge game. Both those teams have to Dallas prove- needs to stay. The Giants got an easier, uh, sorry, the, the Eagles got an easier matchup against the Giants this week. Oh, yeah. If Dallas wants that uh, that division, not only do they have to kind of, they got to compete, they got to win to stay with 
the Eagles to to win the division, but they also got to get the um the demons off their back with a bad showing last week. You can't go into the playoffs with some bad showings. Well, both these can't teams have, have doubt to with prove. your quarterback. Both these teams have to prove the Cowboys and the Dolphins are talking about have to prove that they can beat good teams. Yeah. I think they've both done it once this year, but this is a huge game for both of them. Right now, Dolphins are favored to win by one and a half. It's in Miami. Is Tyreek uh, playing? I don't know. He was, I, he was inactive last week, right? Yeah, um, against the Jets, but that's I guess that's the Jets game. That's a game he could take off to heal and then be prepared for this one. Tyreek Hill is a tough dude, man. He He's going to play if the game is important, no matter what. So I don't see him not being on the field. Well, first. I don't think this game's as as important for Miami's standings. Obviously, they want to win, and they're still chasing. I mean, I don't spot. know because they're still Buffalo, chasing the top spot. Yeah, they're ten and four. Miami's ten and four. But Buffalo Miami's beats. Miami's got a way better chance to lock up their division at least than Dallas does. Dallas has a bigger fight to lock up their division. If well, no, Miami's if, just no. chasing the AFC. No, 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 no. No, Miami. Buffalo is two games behind Miami. Yeah, My, with three Miami, games left. Yeah, but if Miami loses this game, Buffalo wins all three of their games, comes down to the tiebreaker. Yeah, I'm saying they have an easier route. Dallas Do they? And Philly are, I think Dallas and Philly are going to be fighting out to the end. Sure, but I think my, like Miami has to prove they can... Who does Miami have left? Miami's schedule left, so they obviously they got the Cowboys. Then they got... Uh, let's see here. Which is, they just played the Jets. They got the Cowboys, then they have the Ravens, then they have the Bills. They could lose all three of those games. Yeah, the Bills could come down to it. And then they could miss the playoffs. Because there's nine and five wildcard team, Cleveland Browns, nine and five, Bengals eight and six, Colts eight eight and six, Texans eight and six, Bills wow. eight and six. Like the if the Dolphins don't win at least two of these games and Bills win all three, then like the Dolphins could still theoretically I don't think they will, but they could still miss the playoffs. Tough, tough schedule there. Crazy. Yeah, okay. It's a huge game. I think it's a huge game. I think you're underplaying it. I think it's going to be a good game, too. Well, I, I, I'm not underplaying it. I threw it in there. Underplaying this, it a little I'm, bit. I'm usually not wrong about the game of the week. That's why I threw it in the mix. Well, I mean, it's an easy one. Don't scoff at me. Don't <laughs> scoff at me. <laughs> I'll do the eyebrow thing then. Uh, Ravens-Niners is an easy one on Christmas Day. Uh, game of the week. Do you like football on Christmas Day? The only reason, no, no but see, the, the the thing why I I I hesitate with that one, I could see it being a tight game and not entertaining, but you know it could be a it's a pivotal game because of what it means. These are the two top teams in the NFL. Yeah, but it might not be super entertaining. So here is what I think. This is I think we talked about this last week or the week before or something. This is the game where. Like both these teams are probably favored to go to the Super Bowl right now. Now, whoever wins this game, I think the opposite team wins the Super Bowl. So if the Niners win, I think Ravens win the Super Bowl. Ravens win this game, I think the Niners win the Super Bowl. Like it's this game means everything right now, but one of these teams is going to give up too much information that in the Super Bowl, the other team's going to be able to use that to their advantage. Yeah. That's that was that's the, what uh, I think Harbaugh. Happened. That was the Harbaugh Bowl last time they had the Super Bowl. That's right. Now, I think I think if you were one of these teams, I don't want to say you throw the game, but don't give away your tricks. Put do no. things differently this game that you're not going to do in the Super Bowl just because you don't want to give away everything if you happen to meet them in the Super Bowl. That's what I would do as a coach here. 
I think San Francisco is going to give the ball a hundred times to CMC and yeah. then just air it out to fucking uh, Debo Samuel, George Kittle and uh, Brandon. Yeah, by air it out, you mean throw screens so that they can run because Brock Purdy doesn't throw the ball downfield. Um, what is our bad game of the week? Bad team Whoa. game of the week. I thought you'd never ask. I'm throwing this one at Green Bay, Carolina. Yeah, that's bad. Nobody there's, well, there's, there's not a lot of hopes there. And the Packers, for as much um, as many times as Jordan Love has shown that he could be a elite or, you know, Pro Bowl level quarterback for for years in this league, the team overall just can't seem to get it done on a consistent yeah. basis. They're very young. Um, I think this is a learning learning season for the Packers. This is a, yeah. I think this is going to be a, a, yeah, this is a bad team game. This is a bad team game. Panthers stink. They beat. I just them. don't I, think it's going to be a very entertaining game. I don't think I'll I watch any of this game. Dull. Yeah, I don't think I'll watch any of this game at all. No. Um, when is that game actually? Because uh, it's probably just on your regular Sunday. Take a quick peek here. We got scores. Week sixteen. We That's, got yeah. That... It's a ten a.m. on Sunday. Yeah, where the games on Saturday. Saturday we got Bengals Steelers, Bills Chargers. So Bengals win, Bills win. I think that's how that goes. What? Not too exciting. When's uh, Festivus? Is the 21st or it's 20, the 23rd? The 23rd. Okay. So these are the Festivus. So these guys got a lot of problems with each other. And they're going to let everyone know about it. Um. So our three three picks this week. Let's get into it. Did you delete one of my picks? You deleted one of my picks. I didn't delete one of your picks. No, you, you only del- had two down there. Nah, you deleted one of my picks. Oh, I didn't delete your picks. All right. Who do you got uh, after Drew Locke's performance, I'm taking the Seahawks over the Titans. The Titans. I also have the Seahawks over the Titans. The Titans don't look. Uh, they don't look that great. Derrick Henry's no. had a very down year. He lost a lot he of had, people's fantasy games for them this year, this week. Yeah, um, he had a hundred thousand touches, and he got like one yard. I'm exaggerating, but <laughs> he hasn't been doing so good lately. No. He's he's well over thirty now. It might be the end of, of his reign. Yeah, I think he's on that decline now. And just yeah. the team around him is nothing nothing special. Yeah. They're rebuilding. But, they're they're also young. Yeah, they're rebuilding. Will Levis could uh, he could be their future quarterback though. He's shown signs. Uh, of I I like him. I think he's actually going to be very good for them. Yeah. Um, but for that, but, I'm taking the Seahawks, yeah. taking the Eagles over the Giants because that is a must win for them. They can't lose this one. The Eagles over the Giants have to win, have to win this one. Yeah, have to win and this one. The Chiefs over the Raiders. The yeah, I mean, I, I'm actually I wouldn't go. What's the spread on that? Because I don't have any faith in the Chiefs right now. No, that's a Monday game as well, right? But yeah, the Raiders are also going to let day. you down when you. Chiefs are ten points. Start believe, the, the Raiders let you down when you start believing in them. Yeah, but it's a division game. Ten points is a lot. I'm going to take the Raiders in this game. I think the Raiders. Put up a fight. Let's say that. Where is it? Kansas City. It's in the Arrowhead, right? Yeah, Kansas City. Yeah. Um, I'd probably still bet on the Chiefs to win, but uh, Raiders to cover the spread. That's what I would go with. Um, my picks here, I got Bengals. They're 2.5 uh, point favorites over the Steelers in Pittsburgh. That is one of the Thursday or Saturday games. Uh, Bengals, I think. Is this uh, Brown, Browning hasn't lost yet, has he? In games he's no. played, and that what an epic comeback! 
that was. Did you see that T. Higgins catch where like he caught oh, it yeah. the yard line, spun around That's to get great in the awareness. End zone? That's great, great awareness. awareness. Play of the week, easily the play of the yeah. week. Um, I like Jake Browning. I like his story. I like the Bengals story. Uh, so I'm still pretty high on them. I hope they go into the playoffs and um, do some damage. Then I we talked about the Seahawks already. I got them as well. My next pick is Denver coming back from uh, uh, Lions, kind of embarrassing them, putting up five touchdowns from Jared Goff. The uh, seven-point favorites over Patriots. It's in Denver. Um, Broncos need to win this one. Uh, I, I don't, I don't know how. I don't see them losing it. I got a question for you. Yeah. Let's just say, for the sake of argument, the Bengals go to the Super Bowl with Browning. Right. Does that kind of mess up Joe Burrow a little bit? It's uh, yeah, a hundred percent. Also. If Browning were to win the Super Bowl, does Joe Burrow just like does he hate him? Well, because this was the whole discussion about the Eagles, um, Nick Folds and yeah. uh, Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz. So this would be the exact situation. It was who do you let go? And I think they let Nick Folds go. They they kept Carson Wentz yeah. for another two seasons. They let Nick Folds go to somewhere else. Yeah, he went to Jacksonville. Foles, you know. Yeah, and he didn't do well. No. Um, but neither did Wentz when he stayed. So this is one of the things where do you do you do the opposite? Do you keep Browning and get rid of your Joe Burrow, or do you know what you have in Joe Burrow and then you trade Browning for uh, a pick? I mean, this is a massive if. Yeah, hundred percent. But it, if it were to happen, that is a tough one. I think you honestly have to go with the guy who did it. Well, also Not with to say the Joe way, Burrow's bad, but no, Joe Burrow's great, but he makes a lot of money. Whereas if you keep Browning and get rid of Burrow, then you have just like what San Francisco's doing is you have your highest paid position. Not, it's like one of the lowest paid, paid positions. Yeah. yeah, so you can have all your money to all your defensive stars and all your um, wide receivers and and running backs and do it again. But you keep Burrow. There goes your money for Jamar Chase. There goes your money for T. Higgins. Because T. Higgins, is, I think, is up at the end of this year. I think he's going to be going somewhere else. Unless this does happen, you keep Browning, you keep Higgins, you send Burrow on his way. That would be a crazy That'd be insane. Of events. I can see it. Ha- I, well, I don't think it's going to happen, obviously, because they have to win the Super Bowl. But if that was the case, it, it'd be very hard not to do that based off salary stuff. Yeah. I think anyways. Absolutely. Um, any more thoughts for uh, people on the uh, holiday weekend? What's uh, what's your holiday tradition? You got a football holiday tradition? Well, Christmas I, I, games. How I often love, has there been a Christmas game? This is the first year that there's been three Christmas games. I think because it's usually basketball. It's usually NBA, right? Well, the thing is, it, it depends when Christmas falls. Right? Yeah, if Christmas it's going to be on a Tuesday. No, yeah, um, but I think last year, I think it was a Sunday, so there was football games. And well, I mean, this year obviously we're getting three of them. I like, I mean, more football the better. I love football. Um, I my Christmas tradition is going to be, I, I'm not making a turkey this year. I'm going to a friend's house for dinner, uh, so he's making a turkey, uh, which takes that that's six hours of my day that's kind of freed up right there. Wake up, walk the dog, open up some gifts, and um, carry on watch football. That's what I'm going to do. Right, it's a great day. What about you? Uh, we don't celebrate Christmas. Yeah, I knew, I knew that. Answer. My mom would usually make a... uh, my mom would usually make a dinner, but uh, she's out of town this year, so right. I'm uh, 
I don't know. I'll come by your place and see that you're not there and then just kind of keep, on, <laughs> keep going on. <laughs> Move on to the next family. Leave the TV on so I can at least watch through the window. It's a South Philly <laughs> tradition. Um, okay, everybody, have a wonderful Christmas. Um, stay safe out there, I guess I can say that. It's a dangerous, usually a dangerous holiday. Uh, bye. Okay, everybody, bye. Merry Christmas. We did it. Running Down the Clock is brought to you by the Ordinary Podcast Network and is every Thursday running until the week after the Super Bowl. We hope you enjoyed enough to subscribe and tune in again next week. We did it.